This episode of Money to Burn is brought to you by Kids Parties Dublin. Welcome along to episode number 37 of Money to Burn, the podcast that looks at the lighter side of business. If you're driving down to Kerry on a staycation, hopping on a plane to Spain, or just lying out your back garden catching some rays, we want to thank you for choosing Money to Burn to entertain you this summer. On today's show, we have a tech tricks. That's a game not for the faint-hearted. We have a what? You never knew that's going to make you enjoy every last suck of a sweet because you know how much effort went into making them and a no more funny business that's going to be something for the kids. So sit back, relax and enjoy all Money to Burn has to offer. Tech Tricks on Money to Burn. So in this week's Tech Tricks, we have another app. But this time, it's a game on your phone, okay? It's a game app. And it's a game like you've probably never played before. Um, it's a game not for the faint-hearted. In fact, I go as far as saying if you are going to download this, uh, don't give it to your kids to play with unless you want to be buying yourself and them a new phone every week. It's called the SMTH app. And it could end up being the most expensive app you ever download. And it's not because uh, if you download it, uh, you might get pop-ups that end up costing you money. It's not that you're going to have to buy loads of in-game features that are going to cost you a five or a tenner and it's really addictive and you spend loads of money. It's nothing like that at all. It's, a, it's an app like you've probably never seen before. Okay, what does SMTH stand for, first of all? See, can you guess what it's about uh, by the name? It actually is an acronym and it translates as Send Me to Heaven. Okay, so what the money or what the app actually does, think about it, Send Me to Heaven is, it's a sports game. And essentially, the player has to throw the phone, the actually physical phone, in the air. Now, the higher it goes, the more points they get. So you can compete in different leaderboards. There's a world top 10, a weekly top 10, a daily top 10, and a local top 10. So you can put in your area, they can see where you're located, and you can see, are you the best at throwing your phone in the air and catching it, and how high can you throw it? Um, and you can also compete with your Facebook friends. So if you want to get a little bit of a leaderboard going there, you can. Now, um, strange apps always seem to have very weird rules as well. And in this, in this case, it's no different. And um, you can't rotate the phone in the air or the results won't be correct. So you have to throw it in the air so the phone doesn't twist. So there is a bit of a skill to it. Um, make, make sure to start gently, it says. It gives you some instructions. And you throw the phone roughly 20 centimetres in the air just so you can get a bit of a rhythm going so you can kind of see what way you're meant to throw it. Um, and it says, make sure that you have enough space around you before you start going launching it in the sky. So it's probably not really a game to play indoors. Um, and in fact, it's probably not really a game to play at all. But I just thought I'd tell you about it in case you're looking for something a little bit different. Um, this is the SMTH app. And I think it's the only game in the history of mobile phones that you're downloading hoping that it isn't any crack. Riffs and scripts. But you're listening to Money to Burn.
no more funny business on Money to Burn. So this week's No More Funny Business actually could have fitted um, under one of our website for sore eyes. Um, hence why we're not going to have any website for sore eyes in the show this week. Because this week's No More Funny Business kind of covers both of them. Because the funny business that I'm going to tell you about actually is a website. And it's called childsown.com and I'll tell you why it's a funny business because many of you who have kids who listen to Money to Burn um, I'm sure you've had drawings brought home from school um, if you're a teacher I'm sure you've had kids in your class draw pictures for you um, this is you they'll say and you'll think wow that looks really really unlike me but okay um, or they'll draw a little dog or an unusual little creature um, and they might even give it a little name um, and you're probably thinking like stick it on the fridge maybe for a week and then fold it up put it away and maybe that's the last time you see that drawn well not anymore because childsown.com actually turns kids drawings or adults drawings but it's mainly kids drawings into actual plush toys so if your kid ever draws something like a little dog it could be really really weird looking um, and he really likes the drawing and he's very very proud of it and you want to give him a really special unusual reward and go on to childsown.com and you can get that turned into a teddy bear and what they also on the website they convert your selfies into a unique soft toy so if you wanted to get yourself made into a teddy a little bit creepy uh, they can do that for you as well or if you want to get uh, your daughter or son uh, niece or nephew turned into a teddy bear as well you can also do that as well um, or you could get yourself turned into a teddy um, if you were going to be away maybe for a little while and you wanted a little teddy bear of yourself for them to hold you could also do that it's a really really cool website and um, they also bring uh, drawings to life so adult drawings it doesn't have to be a kid's drawing and um, if you're a good artist out there and you want to design your own characters you could do that as well and of course they do design uh, children's uh, drawings as well some of them are very unusual on the website and um, some of them just look like scribbles but even if it is just a scribble and you want to turn that into mr scribble or mrs scribble and give the kid a really unique present this is a brilliant website now they say standard deliveries between five to six weeks uh, for the teddies you want to uh, do it well in advance um, if you're getting it made as a present but they do do an express delivery in seven days now it's not cheap um, it is actually unless it's a little tiny chicken I'm not sure if you get that joke if you don't <laughs> no problem but the standard size 16 inch uh, teddy bear uh, you want to brace yourself for this get a seat um, it's $125 uh, they do ship outside the states but I'm going to give you the pricing in dollars and to get a large teddy bear which I probably would recommend it's a good bit bigger it's a hundred and $60 but definitely go on there and check it out it's a really cool website it shows you um, some of the um, toys and pictures that people have sent in and then turned them into teddy bears and some of them are actually really really cool some of them look a tad weird but uh, it's well worth checking out but if you do get, end up getting one of them made um, on the website don't bring it to the gym because uh, it might end up getting ripped as you would have heard at the top of the show, this episode of Money to Burn is brought to you by Kids Parties Dublin. If you're in the South Dublin area or the North Wicklow area and you're looking for some entertainment for you and the kids this summer, look no further than Kids Parties Dublin. 
Dublin. Um, they have a really wide selection of array of giant games and bouncing castles. Now, my favourite would be the Disco Dome. That's a castle with lights and music in them. It's like being in a nightclub, but the floor is a bouncing castle. Yes, it's as much fun as it sounds and then some. Um, they also do corporate events. So if you're heading back to the office and you want to make everyone want to come back in and not keep working from home, you can throw them a nice little party with some bouncing castles and giant games. If you want to know more information, you can go over to kidspartiesdublin.ie that's kidspartiesdublin.ie or give Dave a call on 087 252 that's 087 252 well done old chum So this week we're going to have a well done old chum on the show because we haven't had one in a while. We've had a lot of new sections to the show. We've had tech tricks, website for sore eyes. We have a brand new section launching today on the show as well. Um, so there's been loads and loads of bits on the show Um and we have we can only fit in so much, so we haven't had a well done old chum in a while. And anyone who's been listening to Money to Burn from the start will remember well done old chum. I probably haven't had one in about ten or twelve episodes. Um, so if you haven't actually heard them, you can go back and listen to all our old well done old chums. So there's basically there's been celebrities, there's been people from the local centre. If you've done something good and you're not going to be paid in money, we pay you in thanks. And this week, um, you, if you are an old listener to the show, you would have remembered um, last year I did an interview, an episode. We Obviously we do pocket changes or mini episodes we also do coffee with, where we have chats and interviews with people. And we had some coffee with a man called Enda O'Darty. He's a motivational speaker and he's an endurance athlete. He's, he basically scaled Kilimanjaro with a washing machine on his back. Yep, that's what I said, washing machine on his back. Um, and he also released a book last year called I'm Fine. I've read it, it's a brilliant book. And the episode, go back and listen to it, it's really, really interesting and well worth going back and having a listen to that. But the reason why he's going to be this week's Well Done Old Chum is he's actually launched his own podcast, yes? And it's something that I've been waiting for for a while. He told me uh, last year that he was thinking about doing it and he's actually finally done it. And I've listened to every episode so far and it's really, really good. And I think the Money to Burn Maestros will really enjoy it too. It's called a Mighty Mini Podcast. And it's a great name for it because some episodes are mini and the others are mighty. Uh, the mini episodes are kind of like they'd be inspirational episodes, four minutes in length, something quick while you're making a cup of tea to give it a listen to. Or if you're getting up in the morning and you're, you're feeling kind of, ugh, I don't want to leave the house. It's too cold outside and you need something to get you going. The mini episodes are going to be great for you. Uh, like episode one was Fail and Learn. It was telling you about how you can actually learn from your failures, stuff like that. Um, and I think you really enjoy it and then the mighty part of the episodes are interviews he's done two so far and they were really really good and episode three was keith barry uh, the magician and the illusionist he's absolutely fantastic it's a brilliant interview and then he had the the absolute hilarious Michael Healy Ray on episode 5 um, another great interview really really good chat on there as well so uh, go check them out uh, the Mighty Mini podcast I think you'll really enjoy them and that's why this week Enda Hodarty well done old chum You can follow Money to Burn over on Instagram under the name Money to Burn Podcast. Join the other Money to Burn maestros from around the globe as we talk all things Money to Burn. Money Mitts on Money to Burn. 
So if you listen to our last episode of Money to Burn Pocket Change that I released there a couple of days back, you would have heard the launch of a very new section called Money Myths. And on Money Myths, I'm going to be looking at things to do with money that you often hear people say, and I'll either be telling you that they're right or wrong. I'll be either debunking them or whatever the opposite of debunking them are. Um, but last time I gave you five tips on getting the best value when you're booking flights. If you want to get the best value when you're flying away this summer, uh, have a listen back to that episode. And on today's Money to Burn Money Myths, I'm going to be talking about credit cards. Now, credit cards have a really bad name. And for some people, they are really bad news because you don't want to start getting yourself into debt. But credit cards aren't all about debt, okay? So I'm going to give you a couple of re- a reason today, one or two reasons that credit cards don't necessarily have to be seen as all bad, right? So credit cards are often seen as a gateway to debt. And for some people, it's rightly so. Some people just don't have the discipline for it. They end up running up huge um, debt on them and then they can pay it back pay it back and they're just paying back interest upon interest upon interest and for those people I wouldn't be saying uh, that you get a credit card but if you are a person that's fairly on top of their finances and you do have a lot of trust in you and they might not be a bad thing and because as I say people often look at them as uh, to stay away from them altogether but you don't necessarily have to do that if you make all your payments on time and pay in full each month to avoid the interest you can actually get some really good perks by having a credit card and many credit card companies have reward programs that allow you to earn points or money uh, back simply by using them so you can even get like uh, vouchers for different restaurants that you may use frequently uh, for online shops that you use or you can just get money back onto them so you can end up actually making cash by having a credit card and using it and just making your payments on time Um, also one of the main benefits of having a credit card is if you do make all your payments on time all the time you can increase your credit score um, and a high credit score obviously helps you down the line if you're looking to purchase a house and you want uh, to obtain favourable interest rates. Now it's short and simple, quick to the point, but it's just to kind of put to bed a little myth that all credit cards and having a credit card is bad. It's not about the credit card being bad, it's all down to self-discipline and if you have a bit of self-discipline you can make a credit card work for you. Money to burn the home of funny stories and money stories. What? You never knew on Money to Burn. So this week's What? You never knew. I'm going to tell you a fact about one of the world's most popular sweets. It's the jelly bean. Now, we've all had jelly beans uh, in our time. Um, they're a very, very famous world sweet. They're up there with as, as famous a sweet as you could eat is a jelly bean. It's up there with the jelly babies. Um, maybe they're related. Um, but jelly beans are huge all around the globe. They're probably a bit more popular in America than they will be here in Ireland. Like here in Ireland, we have a lot of candy. Um, I know they do in the States too, but I think a lot of um, the Irish, uh, we've all around chocolate over here. It's probably more popular than jelly beans, but jelly beans are popular. When you do go to the States, you do see um, shops just dedicated to jelly beans and jelly belly as well. Um, I've got one of them. But uh, jelly beans, anyway, they're 190 million revenue they have, so they're a big, big company. But the thing I'm going to tell you about jelly beans that might surprise you is if I was to say to you, how long do you reckon it takes to make a jelly bean you might think a couple of seconds per jelly bean surely no no longer than that maybe a minute 
Maybe an hour. No, no, even longer than that. Maybe a day. Imagine it took a day to make one jelly bean. Well, I'm going to tell you that it takes a lot longer than even a day to make one jelly bean. It takes a full two weeks. Yes, two weeks to make a jelly bean. The sweets um, are one of the longest taken uh, making candies in the whole world. I'm going to run you through the process just so you can kind of see why it takes two weeks, right? So jelly beans, um, you start out with a bit of cornstarch, uh, sugar, in case you're going to make your own. Yeah, get a, get a pen and paper there. Corn syrup, water and flavouring all cooked together. Um, according to uh, the factory tour from Refinery29. Go onto their website there and you can get all this information yourself. Or just listen to me and I'll give it to you. Um, that mixture is then poured into a jelly bean shape. Uh, I'm not surprised. Uh, cornstarch coated moulds where they sit overnight to harden. Creating their distinctive chewy texture. The next day they'll be steamed to make them sticky. Before getting misted with sugar. And then they rest again. So they have a nice little sleep um, overnight. Uh, part of what takes... Um, it's so long is all the steps between the stages, says Lisa Roland Brasher, who's the CEO of Jelly Belly, the company that makes jelly beans. Sometimes it's for a day, she says. Other times it's for several days. It depends on the flavour. Supposedly the sour flavours, which I do like, tend to take the longest because they need more rest in between steps. So there you go. So next time you're having a sour one, you'll know this probably took a little bit longer to make. Um, then well, after that, what you do, you need to, if you remember, if you know jelly beans, they're always very shiny and they have a hard coating. So during this process that they call panning, um, it takes the longest in terms of the hands-on aspect, uh, Roland Brasher tells us. Um, while pans keep the beans constantly moving, candy makers slowly add sugar flavouring uh, for about two hours and they build up that tasty coating. It said, they also say you can't just set a timer for this part. You can't just set a timer for two hours and come back. You have to actually use all your senses, your eyes, ears and your touch to determine when to add the next ingredient or else the jelly beans will lose their shape and clump together and it'll have all been a waste of time. Now, after all those processes, finally the beans are given an extra layer of glaze to make them smooth and shiny where they're stamped with the jelly bean logo and then they're all ready to go down the conveyor belt to be put into packages and sent to you in your local cinema or your local shop to enjoy. So you can see it takes a long, long time to make a jelly bean. So maybe next time you have a bag of jelly beans, instead of inhaling about 10 of them all at once, why don't you just take one out of the packet, put it in your mouth and just really, really enjoy the flavour because now you'll know how long it took to actually make that one sweet. And that, my friends, is the end of episode number 37 of Money to Burn, the podcast that looks at the lighter side of business. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you're on your way still in the car to your staycation or on the plane, going to your awaycation. Yeah, that's my new word for holiday. You're free to use it. Just make sure you tell people you heard it on Money to Burn. Why don't you listen back to our back catalogue of 36 other episodes of Money to Burn? We have pocket changes. We have coffee with, which is an interview episodes. And we have more of these retro Money to Burn episodes for you to enjoy because I know many Money to Burn maestros from around the globe every day go back and listen to the old episodes because we're always having new listeners join the show and we love having you along. If you want to talk to us on social media you can get in touch with us on Instagram at Money to Burn Podcast. You can get us on Twitter at Money to underscore Burn or you can reach out to us on the Money to Burn website at info at Money to Burn dot com. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy but most of all, stay lucky. <laughs>